Welcome to the Maxwell Project, my podcast where I connect with people all around the world to talk tech, gaming, content creation and all the little things in life that matter. Are you ready? Then let's start the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Maxwell Project. It's season two, episode 19, and I have the lovely Liz Loves Tech from San Diego live on stream. Liz, thank you for joining. How are you doing? Thank you so much, Max. I'm super excited to be here. When you reached out to me, I was very excited. You don't even know. Um, so I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to chat with you and um, for everybody in the chat as well. I'm excited. Perfect. Perfect. We we got some we got some people in in chat. We got Long who just uh, complained about my ambient lighting. Then uh, we have Renz in there and Current Spaces also in there. We have John. So it's a busy crowd um, on a Saturday night for me. Saturday uh, midday for you. You just wrapped up lunchtime. So. Um, yeah, the whole squad is showing up. I love the support. Thank you all for joining. Let's make it a good one. So, Liz, let's talk about you. How did you start Instagram? Um, how did you find tech as a hobby? I mean, there. don't want to be sexist, but tech is mostly a guy's thing. But we all yeah. love girls doing tech. You know, we all love that. <laughs> and so let us in how you found your way. Yeah. Uh, so honestly, I have always loved tech just growing up, I would go like to Best Buy, which is um, sort of like a tech store. I don't know if you guys have it like in other countries, but I would always go to Best Buy, I would hang out and like would always check out all the different products. And then um, after high school, I got a job at Best Buy. And so Ooh. I was literally selling Apple products and oh, like everything yeah. I became like a quote Apple master. And so <laughs> it was really fun. And like, my dream was always to work at Apple to mm -hmm. like sell Apple products. Cause I just, I don't know. I mean, Apple totally has me on a, on a leash here. Like I have yeah. all things Apple. Um, so yeah, I loved tech from the beginning and I, you know, I actually ended up working at Apple for a couple months while I was in law school, which was super fun. And I was really bummed that I had to quit because I just couldn't juggle both Apple yeah. and law school. <laughs> um, so, you know, and oh, then such a shame, such a shame. I know. We need to talk about that experience a little later on. Yeah, I will. I can totally tell you a little bit more. But and then this this year, um, back in January, I decided you know, I was always on my regular Instagram seeing tech stuff. And I was like, I kind of miss seeing my actual friends on Instagram because, you know, the algorithm, it, it, when you like things, it shows it you it what up. that is. You can say it, yeah, you, can, and, you can use explicit terminology yeah. here. It fucks it up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make a separate Instagram mm -hmm. so that I can literally just do like, look at all the tech stuff. And then I decided, I'm going to take a photo of like, I'm going to post one of the photos I took of my iPhone 12. And then I took a photo and, you know, I think the first person to like really see my photo 
and like mm-hmm. get me into this tech community was um, Adrian, Adrian with iPhone. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He He's like pretty, likes everything mm-hmm. and he was so sweet. And so I found his profile and then I found like Tobias and mm-hmm. I found like Yuli and everybody. And then I just sort of became part of the community. And yeah. I, I honestly, I, I started taking photos and I was like, well, how cool would it be if I could just get free product? Like that's mm-hmm. all I wanted. Free product. <laughs> I would just die for free products. And mm-hmm. then now it's like, okay, I don't need so much free product anymore. <laughs> you have to juggle. It's it's I amazing. Know. It's amazing um, how fast it snowballs into, you know, one product collaboration into another, into another, into another. Um, and, you know, same here. I don't mind free products, but it's really hard to convince me if, because um, midway through last year, I decided I want to have only like five, six brands that I support and show on the feed. Um, well, that gets you a little recognition you know, because it's always the same. It's always the same products. Um, but I use mm-hmm. Nomad for, since I'm on Insta, like last beginning of last year, I'm mostly using Nomad products. And I just recently got in touch with Sateki um and yeah um they sent me their um trio uh, trios charging station which is basically as a nomad base station pro um yeah and both are great you know you, know, you can say uh with with Satechi's one that um it's a little less flexible because it has the fixed spots on the charger and you know the, the base station pro doesn't have it but you know what i want to talk about or what i want to get into is if i take in new brands they really have to convince me with something you know extra spicy and i think it's the same for you yeah. by this point yeah i totally agree and i also sometimes find it hard to juggle like taking collaborations with brands who are competing with each other um, like for example, I've worked with Nomad before, yeah. but um, recently Bullstrap reached out to me, and I feel like they're direct competitors. And so I don't want to showcase like one brand or like one brand that I've worked with, and then have like a competing brand. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's mm-hmm. like I want to stay authentic and like yeah. real yeah. credible. I don't want to yeah. just post every single thing from every brand mm-hmm. and like I really want to like the product so then I can give my true opinion on it and you know go from there um I don't know who said this might have been MKBHD or some other big tech youtuber um and it was I know it was MKBHD on the waveform podcast and it was also about um sponsored video sponsored versus sponsored segments of a video where you just do an ad like a mid-roll ad but in the video itself and he's yeah. like if you if every video is like a paid promotion or sponsored by or whatever um you you you're just like a billboard on times square it's nothing that is really um authentic as you just said you know because you you're probably just going either after money free products mm-hmm. um or you just want to you know promote everything but for me I, I don't want to see everything. I want to see like really well, um, what's the word? Oh my God. Sometimes I miss words. Um, compiled, you know, compiled uh, promotion. So yeah. I totally get you. I totally get you with that. 
Yeah. Um, and that makes sense. And, and long said in the chat, you know, he likes to show off the same product from different brands to give people some insights on the differences. And I can totally agree with that. I mean, when it comes to like something like a phone case, I have mm-hmm. so many. Yeah. And so, you know, if I can show, you know, the benefits of one product and compare it to another, I think that's, that's helpful to viewers as well. So that when they make their decision, then they have all that they need. Yeah. Um, but I think what, what Long says, it's a little bit different what, into, to what we said, because he, he wants to compare stuff like, you know, one-to-one, but there are certain accounts out there, they don't even feature a comparison to another product that they like. It's just, oh, this, you know, we, my friends over at brand X sent me this, my friends over at brand Z's sent me this. And, you know, there's, there's no connection between the two. It's just like mm-hmm. free product, free product, post, post, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So doing comparisons is, is a completely different thing because then it's that's part true. of your content. Yeah. And I think that's what Long uh, means with, with, with his uh, statement over there. So, mm-hmm. um, and it, that's totally fine. Um, I would love to do yeah. more comparisons, definitely. But um, yeah, I think-, I think comparison videos do really well on YouTube. And, you know, I would love to get to do more stuff like that on YouTube. Like one of the things that I have on my list is to do a comparison of the uh, Magic Keyboard for the iPad versus the Logitech Combo Touch, which I just Mm -hmm. got from Logitech. And how is it? You know, I I love it. I I really do switch between the two of them. Mm -hmm. The Logitech Combo Touch is a little heavier. um, So and it doesn't really sit well on the lap. Like when I am like on the couch with a blanket and want to do some work or editing, it doesn't it sort of feels kind of awkward. And so that's something mm-hmm. that I would talk about in a, in a review yeah. video, but review videos that are comparison videos can be difficult to do. Like you really have to go through and think about, okay, what is the viewer going to want to hear? Well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if you just do something pretty surface level, like it's not helpful and the viewer doesn't like it. And then you're not going to like, get them to subscribe to your channel, right. you know? Right. Um, totally get that. And, but, you know, if you want to, and it's just my opinion might be, you know, might be totally off. Um, but if you are a small YouTuber and you're maybe you're a little bigger on Instagram, you can, it's better to do like products of smaller, cheaper products, because that's what mm-hmm. people tend to go into even more. Let's just say it's a budget bluetooth mouse you know that's super popular on amazon um that's promoted heavily on instagram do a review um like a review video on on, or do a a reel that that links to your youtube video and then you know go into into um deep information on that um, yeah to kind of that's smart yeah but then i I would have to buy it (laughs) yeah Hmm? <laughs> but then I'd have to buy the product too. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to spend money on something that I don't, don't know Amazon, about. But order it on Amazon and then return it. <laughs> You're right. I could totally <laughs> that's a lot of work though. Like I know. I know. But um <laughs> yeah, that might be an easy way. And you know, it might be a little shady towards Amazon, but they do offer that. So just exploit it. Um so, Jeff Bezos makes enough money anyway, oh, so it doesn't matter. Definitely. <laughs> but he's not the richest man um, alive anymore. Who is it now? Is it um, Elon? 
No, it's um, the CEO. Let me quickly um, grab his name um, because he is the CEO of the Louis Vuitton holding com- uh, holding oh. um, enterprise. They have all these fancy luxury goods um, uh, products in their in their LVMH. I think it is. Let me quickly. Uh, 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 That's yeah, surprising. It's, uh, yeah, he but he's been like skyrocketing rocketing on the Forbes list or on the richest man alive list and you know he is he just took over um, what's his name um, Bernard Arnault he's a French guy or Swiss guy oh. I don't know um, but he's he's number one and um, the this holding is like Louis Vuitton it has Moet uh, the champagne and other lux- luxury goods and they're like boom booming and it's crazy wow so yeah, that's no more Jeff Bezos, but he, he will. Yeah. Jeff will get there. He will Amazon get there, just probably. keeps growing and growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so convenient. Like having two day shipping and like, especially where I live in San Diego, I feel like it's things uh-huh. get here even faster, you know? So. Yeah. Um, do you have uh, same day shipping? Uh, yeah, we do for some, some products, oh. not everything. That's so nice. That's so nice. Um, let me quickly address chat because long like short said, hey, Kulia, Kulia, Misha and everyone grab some ginger tea, lean back and enjoy. I can only second that. Do that. Have a nice ginger tea. If you need any help, ask long for that. Um, current spaces. Brandon says Logitech loves heavy products. My MX keys is heavier than me. <laughs> have you used the <laughs> MX keys? I have not. It's a good. I've been thinking about asking for mm-hmm. it. But I, I have not. Yeah. Um, also, it, sorry, I don't easy. know how to make my audio louder. This is oh, just I maybe. I do it on my end. Uh, oh, okay. It's like, I just have oh, my it... little road mic. And so. Oh, I think, no, he says your volume is a bit lower than Liz's for your information. Okay, I'm going to. Oh, maybe uh, I just talk loud. Sorry. Uh, no, I think I talk too, too, too softly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, you know, Logitech is, it's, for me, it's very hard because, um, especially the MX keys, um, is a product that could be, that could be made by Apple. It's such high quality, but it's Logitech and I'm like, mm. God damn it. And I used I used the MX keys. I bought it off off of Amazon and I loved it. But um yeah, um as some of you might have known, I recently went down a rabbit hole and um Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I I wanna and, get one mechanical keyboard mm-hmm. just to try it out to see yep. like what the hype is all about. But I'm trying to just see if I can get a brand to send it to me rather than like me having to pay for mm-hmm. it, to be honest. Um, um, so. so I can give you, so you could reach out to iQnix. That's I-Q-U-I-N-I-X. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, um, they sent me one when I was at like a 2K followers or something. Um, oh, just okay. reach out to them. Um, Keychron is always a good uh, good company to reach out to. Um, what was the other... Um, Oh, um, N Pro, like A double N E Pro. Um, they also and Vistles, yes, long. Um, I will work with Vistles as well. Reach out to them. Uh, 
I have two keyboards of them that I want to like customize and like mod a little so they sound even better. Um, yeah. Funny enough, Vissels. Hmm? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You go. I, I was I'm just gonna say, Vissels had reached out to me like forever ago, and it was at the time where I didn't really care for a keyboard, and so I had tried. You know, it was one of my testers to like try to charge a brand for you know photos and things like that, and then they said no. They said they're only doing product exchange, <laughs> but now I'm. I don't want to come crawling back and be like, "Hey, can I get a free keyboard now?" <laughs> Just, just ask them. Um, they're actually because I, I worked with them. Um, they had like a, like a Air Power clone um, last year, oh. like a wireless, multi wireless charger. Um, and then I didn't work for them for like almost a year, and then they reached out to me. Um, and I think, I, you know, this is funny with some of the brands um, when someone else is in charge of of their Instagram account. That you like completely new to them, even if yeah. you have your DM chat with them still, you know, in your archive or whatever. Um, but it's like, you know, I talk to some brands uh, that I work with multiple times, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we love your work. Um, and, you know, you want to work with us. I was like, uh, please check this post. We already did. I already have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, That's so, so true. Yeah, I mean, that's just how business works, though. I mm -hmm. mean, there's always new people. And so there's new opportunities, too. I mean, like, for example, I mean, I haven't really told many people this, but like I collabed with Grovemade uh, a while back. And so that was super that's fun. So but then you haven't collabed with them? No, I don't think I fit their style because I don't have any like natural wood tones in, in my um or like brown wood or light wood, whatever, dark, dark brown tones. And oh, I don't okay. fit their scheme, I think. Oh, well, you could try to add some stuff. But anyways, I have something in the works with them. So I'm excited to like do it again because it's mm -hmm. a new person that I'm talking to. So I yeah. felt like I got sort of a second opportunity, exactly like what you said. Oh, so. Congrats. Yeah. I hope this goes through. Um, <laughs> I've heard a rumor, this probably is unconfirmed, but I've heard that they're moving into the desk space, like full-fledged desks. But, oh, like, like artifacts. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Like Got that. it. That's, yeah. that's above me. I have no yeah. idea. I'm just, but that's mm -hmm. interesting. I could see yeah. that. One, one more, while we're on the topic of artifacts, I want something from them, but it's. Oh my God, it just breaks the bank for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. But they're probably but gorgeous. They are so beautiful. I watched, um, do you know the YouTuber Carl Conrad? Oh yeah, one of my favorites. He did. Out there. He's one of my favorites too. He did a really big review of like a full Artifacts desk setup. Mm -hmm. And I was like drooling over it. It looked so good. Yeah. Um, if you um, have you watched uh, MKB's second channel, the studio, mm -mm. okay, they did a um, like HQ tour um, of all the workspaces and they featured some artifacts product as well. And it's mm -hmm. just pure gorgeousness. I, I, yeah, I mean, they may might be not as functional because they're not like height adjustable, but yeah, that's true. they're perfect. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I listened to um, their, the like, 
the founders of mm-hmm. the the brand, they were yep. on Coffee with Creators. Right. And it was even so, so much nicer to hear about mm-hmm. how they started and like, yep. it made me really want to buy something, but I just didn't really need anything from them. So, yeah, I'm thinking because we have a couple of uh, wedding dates uh, in the community. The one is Michael Evans. He's um, his wedding date is, oh God, a week or two. Okay. Um, wow. So, Chad, please keep this to yourself, but he's going probably going to get a nice gift card from Artifacts from me. Um, and then Sam Pack is also having his wedding. Um, one he is just this got year. engaged. He just got engaged. The, um, the, uh, they have one date this year and one next year. Um, and for next year, he's getting, he's getting something nice from me as well. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's so um, cool. Like... I mean, just you talking about how you're going to, you know, send a gift card to mm-hmm. Michael and Sam. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible to see how we've all become friends. And like, yeah, it's not yeah. just not just surface level. Like, yeah, I like your post. I comment on mm-hmm. your post or I reshare it. But it's like you actually get to know these people in this community. And I just I find that really exciting. And I have loved everybody that I've met and like talked to. Yeah, yeah. It's same for same for me here. Um, the community is great, and um, let me quickly address uh, Jeff Battle Station. Jeff, thank you for joining. It's amazing that you're here. I know um, I can't make it to your stream that often, but you know your timing is a little bit off for me. In midweek at three a.m. in the morning, I can't make it that often. Uh, but I hope you understand. <laughs> um, but um, I think you know it's when you started, when I started. Um, you you know i just wanted to get attention from one of the, from uh, from one of the creators that i really like it's like matt and vision uh, michael and chelsea so i i think in my first two posts i tagged them just you know why not um yeah and they gladly invited me into the community i think the same with you and all the others that are in there you know um it's amazing how kind they all are and uh I think we're not just e-friends. We're all basically friends. And I talk to you, to, you know, the guys and girls from the community more than I talk to my real life friends. So that says a lot. So Yeah, yeah I feel the same way. Yeah. When, when um, you know, those three creators that you just mentioned, like Envision, Matt, and Chelsea, and Michael, like when they first started following me, I literally was like jumping up and down, mm-hmm. like clapping. I was like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. like, yeah. I feel like they're like famous, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially like with um, Michael and Chelsea, I listen to their podcasts all the time. And so I'm like fangirling every time Michael <laughs> likes my posts. <laughs> and the thing is, you've been mentioned on the Coffee with Creators podcast uh, multiple times, you know, because- I have. You know, that's also a testament to you because you're always active on everyone's posts. You're commenting, you're leaving a nice feedback. Um, you're engaging with stories. If there is a, you know, if they have a question or like an AMA session or whatever it is, you're always in there and, you know, that's how you get recognition. And that's why, you know, you're, you're a beloved member of the community. Yeah. I definitely think that's how I sort of grew to mm-hmm. with this community is like engaging. Yeah. So, you know, when new creators ask me, how do you like grow your page? How do you like keep up with everything? My biggest piece of advice is always like just engage with people, be genuine yeah. and be consistent because mm-hmm. that's like how I got to where I'm at. And like, I know yeah. Brandon, current spaces, like he mm-hmm. does that. 
he does that too. I mean, I talk to him literally on a daily basis yeah. and, uh, yeah. you know, he's grown, he's like far past me now. Um, and he has so much personality. And so mm-hmm. I know, I think he was mentioned in the coffee with creators podcast too, but you know, that's how you are. That's how you become successful. Absolutely. Right. Um, I just got uh, flamed just a little, um, bacon goth. How are you going to smoke hookah while talking to a distinguished woman? I'm sorry. Um, Liz, I hope you don't mind that, uh, I have something I to care. relax with. Perfect. <laughs> that's good. Um, it's not like I can smell it or anything, so I'm fine. <laughs> perfect. Good. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, you know, for me and my, my, so I just switched jobs recently and my new job is so extremely time consuming. Like the last four weeks flew by. It's like, um, the last four weeks have been like four days for me and it's been so hard. Even I work, I work from home and I don't have the time to comment on everyone's posts all the time. It's, it's uh, very annoying to me and I try to get better at this. Um, try to do it during lunchtime too. And lunchtime and yeah. dinner time to you know get back at everyone or at, on everyone's post just to leave some feedback because um, you know it's always giving and and receiving and I think with our community it's just you know you give you give what you get and um, for me I'm not being as active in the comment section but I'm still getting you know a lot of feedback and a lot of love from the community so. Sorry for that yeah. community. Sorry for that chat that I am not as active, but um, it will be better. Content season is upon us. I will make a comment section block during my cal- uh, in my calendar so I can get back to all of your posts. I'm sorry. Yeah, engaging, uh, keeping up with engagement is really mm-hmm. hard. I mean, yeah. like you're right. We all have our day jobs and, you know, mm-hmm. we can't be liking and commenting things during our day jobs and so the only time we can do it is after work and sometimes we just want to decompress and so you know it's okay absolutely right um okay let's move away from instagram because um you also have a youtube channel and you're trying to do uh you know to to not only focus on tech, you're also doing some lifestyle stuff. You just recently um, posted a couple of videos from your vacation. Um, yeah. So uh, let you know, give us a little bit of background why um, why you want to mix in some lifestyle stuff with tech. Because as we said in the pre-show, um, tech people are kind of only into tech. They don't have a they, they don't they don't do vacation. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should. Everybody mm-hmm. takes, everybody occasionally takes a vacation. Um, you know, honestly, the reason why I decided to make like a YouTube video about my travels was one, because I wanted to like do a vlog because I thought it would be fun and to get more content out on my YouTube channel because I don't have that much yet. And so I think the more that I put out, like, I think it helps me with my hours and my views and getting my channel out there. And then second, um, my parents are like huge travelers and they always, always tell me like, you should just make a YouTube video about Mm -hmm. like your vacation. You're already going on vacation. You might as well go and like film about it. People Mm -hmm. are always looking for like reviews of hotels and, you know, different areas and things to do. And 
like personally, the place that we just went to. So we went mm-hmm. to my girlfriend and I went to Hard Rock Hotel Vallarta in Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before we went, we were looking up like on YouTube, trying to find reviews, trying to find like footage of what the place looked like. And we couldn't find anything like, specifically yeah. for that hotel. Yeah. So I figured there are probably other people who are looking for this type of video. Mm-hmm. Why don't why can't I be the person to provide that to them? So, you know, that was like sort of my intention is I wanted to be able to provide something useful for viewers. Mm -hmm. And and also it's exciting for me. And if it takes off, maybe somebody will pay me to travel, you know, if not, it's okay. (laughs) You know, I I have to, I have to pick this up, this topic, because I think it, it went kind of cold over the past month, but, uh, uh, you know, we have this kind of creative group. I don't think you're in it right now. The visionary, visionary collective. You got to be part of that. I will make sure you get an invite soon. Um, okay. But we want to, and this is no cap. We want to reach out to some of our favorite brands. Of course, it shouldn't be all of us reaching out to one brand. Um, yeah. You know, but we all have brands that we are more connected with than with others. We want to reach out to them and make a. This is trademark, copyrighted, everything. It's patented. All, all you know, the whole nine yards. We create a cation, and we're going to feed you. I, yeah, I remember. I think you talked about it with with Michael, right? I talked um, to I, everyone about it. And we <laughs> and and they think I'm joking, but what do we need? Let's say you know they pay for the flight. And then we just, you know, we chip in all together and get a nice Airbnb or like a suite in a hotel where we can all just chill out and then create, create like content for two weeks that we put on Insta and on YouTube. And let's just say we have like, we are with 20 people and we have like 30, 40 brands and they get all like mentioned in like a blog, a post, a story throughout the day that there is no better there's no better promotion than that, you know. And then we, yeah. you know, we're gonna hit, we're gonna hit up a hotel like, I don't know, like, uh, the Hilton hotels, and you know, and we're just gonna move in there, and they pay for everything. It's like five stars and everything, and we're going to have the best life for like two weeks. And we're never going. We 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 all only get um, one way tickets, and we stay on Fiji forever. Oh my god! Imagine That's- that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, but, but if you if you look at Spencer Spencer Ryan, you know. It doesn't take that much. He's in Dominican Republic now. Right, right. He just packed up all his shit and moved there, Mm -hmm. living his best life. So just takes a little bit of bravery. Good for him. But (laughs) you're right. I think think that would be super cool. But I also wonder how like specific tech brands or like tech accessory brands, how they, like what value they would find in it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. how could Mm -hmm. we convince them that- our tech space and like our tech content Mm -hmm. is beneficial Mm -hmm. to them because I mean, traveling is very different than tech, like as you had mentioned and, you know, questioned why and like sort of moving into that avenue. So, I mean, I think you had mentioned, you know, a brand who has like luggages or like, I think the level eight. Yeah. um, Level eight, but their Instagram account is down. Oh, really? Yep. Has been down for quite some time. Ooh, well, mm-hmm. but that's you a, know that's a big question we still have to figure out which brands um you know let's just say you need camera equipment you reach out to like small rig 
you read you need yeah. a, a a case uh, a phone case for outdoor activities i don't know there are enough brands out there that have outdoor or like outdoor gear um like nomad we, like nomad of course yeah um you know you just need to find like maybe one product might not be enough but like yeah a range of products um and then you need to have a really good concept what is yeah. and you know it that, that's not a thing that i want to have like next year uh, maybe maybe for 2023 when we you know, have a real good plan and like a concept and and we have scripted it all and i don't know um yeah and you need to find you need to find a time slot where everyone can go yeah that's so true yeah. i'm sure there are other like groups of creators who do that i mean there are like travel vloggers or like people who are into fashion and that kind of stuff i wonder if like you could ever get in contact with somebody like that and then ask them, you know, how would you go about, you know, creating this, what, yeah. creatication, 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 <laughs> creatication. Yeah. It's trademarked so. in 175 countries. Is it really? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gullible. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I feel that. like, I feel like, I feel like I could see it being trademarked or like it being a thing. So I, you better I, get on it. Yeah, I need to. I need. I. 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 Am I probably already too late? Some asshole might have already trademarked that shit. But well, I just have to check. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> if it's funny. if it's gone, it's gone. That's fine. I don't. I don't mind. I. I can always say with 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 ease of mind that this was my my term and I came up with it. Yeah, you'll know in your heart, and it's in the podcast too as records. Yeah. So, it's it's uh, in the annals of the internet. No one can touch it. No one can touch it. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Um, very true. Okay, for for those who don't know, Liz is from my favorite place in the entire world, besides New York City, and that is San Diego. Um, Liz, are you familiar with James Coffee? Yes, I am. I, that's so funny. My girlfriend literally this morning said, tomorrow, can we go to somewhere like James Coffee to get oh. some good coffee? So you, now that you mentioned it, we're, we're totally going to go tomorrow and I'm going to send you a photo. Yes, <laughs> do it, do it. Um, that's the, the first thing we stepped foot in San Diego. I said, we, we went uh, with my now ex-girlfriend and a, and a, a couple um, we are befriended with. Um, we touched ground. And I'm like, we need to go to this place. I want some merch. And then we went up north. Uh, I think they have like three stores in San Diego. One is up north. One is like, it's it's not like in, in the center of San Diego, but it's like in between. And then yeah. they, this is where they have their merch. It's like they, there's a barber shop in there and then James Coffee and like something else. And then they have nice. the, the um, they have a, a coffee shop, like basically downtown. We yeah. went to all three. I don't. I don't even drink coffee. I. I don't even like the taste of coffee, but I just like the brand, and I would spend all my money on them just to you know, support them because I love them. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I've only been yeah. there a few times, but mm -hmm. um, when my sister, my sister's from Detroit, and so she, when she came down to San Diego, she wanted to get James Coffee, and so at James Coffee now they like provide you with like a little mason jar sort of cup, so that 
you can come back and just sort of get a refill on yep. it. They're trying to yep. be sustainable, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. But she, my sister Absolutely. left her cup with me. So I'm going to take my cup there tomorrow and go. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think the first time I got in touch with, with James Coffey was uh, when Peter McKinnon did his first like major, not promotion, but did his first major video with them. Um, like a merch drop with his owl, and I have I have uh, one of his snapback hats, and I have a T-shirt, mm-hmm. um, because it's fairly hard to get um, merch over the internet because it's always sold out. But they still have some stock in um, in the physical store and, or in the in the coffee shop. So I need to go yeah. back to San Diego and and buy all of it. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm here. When once you're here, we're gonna hang out, and yeah, I'll take you to James Coffee for sure. Yes, and then I will try. I will try coffee. Promise. <laughs> um, so, did you, you not drink the coffee when you were here? You just bought no, the merch. I just bought the merch. Um, I so for me, coffee is a thing for adults, and I don't think I don't like it. Uh, I don't like the taste because I'm not grown up. <laughs> You can get like a sweet, a sweeter drink or something like that. Um, I I hear that a lot, um, but I want to if I want to taste something like coffee, I want to taste the I want to like the taste of the um, the basic product, like in this case, black coffee. If I don't like black coffee, I don't want to mix it with anything else to kind of like it. So I need to mm. get into that. Okay, it's stupid. It's a stupid reason, but it's fine. Uh, there are people who just don't like coffee and that's totally Mm -hmm. fine i i used to not be a coffee drinker but Mm -hmm. um i have like a little nespresso machine and so i i drink that with like Mm -hmm. some powdered not powdered sugar but there's also a really another sort of famous coffee shop in san diego called better buzz okay and um they have like this vanilla powder and it's not quite well, I think it's honestly just like sugar, but it blends really, really well with the espresso when I, when I pull it in the mornings. And so it's delicious. And I start my morning with it every morning. It sounds a little bit like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Nicholas already, barely yeah. started drinking coffee at 35. <laughs> oh my God. But the thing is, Nicholas, he looks like, I mean, he doesn't show his face a lot, but uh, I, I, I would promise. Uh, I would probably say he's like thirty-two, not thirty-five. Yeah, or even older. That's actually surprising. I didn't think. Mm-hmm. I well, I'm not going to ask him how old he is, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So um, another place I fairly enjoyed in San Diego was. Um, oh, he's forty-two. God damn it, Nicholas! You're holding. You're you're holding up great. Damn it. Yeah. Nice. You do not look 42, nice. Nick. No. no. <laughs> um, another place I fairly enjoyed uh, was the Gaslamp Quarters. It, it, I've never been to New Orleans, but it felt a little bit like New Orleans um, from what I've seen on TV. But it's such a nice area of the city. Yeah, it's really cute there. It gets, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the like sort of hot spot to be when you're traveling yeah. from from somewhere else, but I actually try to avoid gas lamp quarter because it's always really busy. And I'm not a, I'm not the type of person who will like go out and party all mm-hmm. night. Like yeah, I, yeah. I'm sort of low key. Like I only really do that if it's like a special occasion or something. So 
but I've been there. I've been to Gaslamp Quarter a few times. And, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite part about Gaslamp Quarter is there's a Ghirardelli Square, which is it's like a an ice cream shop. I know exactly which one you mean. I've seen that yep. and we wanted to go there, but we just had like a really nice uh, like barbecue dinner and we couldn't we couldn't bear it anymore. But we, I know exactly the place. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Did you have uh, Phil's barbecue? Um, no, I can't remember which one. So when we were there, um, I think I don't know. I think it was a football game on that night. So okay. all the bars, all the, the restaurants were completely full. And we found one like almost at the end of the gas lamp quarter. Um, but it was still really, really good. Um, yeah. And it was like just a little bit down from, from, the, uh, from the ice cream shop. So. Oh, okay. Never mind. Phil's Barbecue is like also a sort of name brand mm-hmm. from San Diego. So when you come down oh. here, if you like barbecue, that's like the place to go. Okay, I will, I will, I will keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, another place I really enjoyed was the Balboa Park. Oh yes, so beautiful. Really nice. Oh my god, it's it's nice. But you know, I for 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 the for the listeners and for the viewers in chat, um, what I had planned for this almost exactly for this week was to fly over to San Diego. Um, to meet up not only with Liz but also to meet up with um, with Michael and Chelsea would have been here um, as well. She would have we kind of um, would have made that happen so that Chelsea would come over to meet with Michael. I would come over to meet with Michael and with Rich. Then of course take Liz in the boat as well. And then um, this could have been like a panel life uh, version of what we have right now in person from San Diego, but um, COVID came in you know came in hot and there's still travel restrictions from germany even if you're vaccinated and i have a new job so um, we will postpone this maybe to early next year um when hopefully you know europeans can travel to the u.s more safely and more frequently or i have to just take um to take a trip to because my employee um, for chat my employee is in has his headquarters in San Diego might have to go there for a work related to the trip so I can sneak in you know a quick one with with the with the fellas so um <laughs> yeah that would be good yeah um Bas yeah. says yo Max take me with you man I'm dying to leave the Netherlands oh, yo <laughs> Bas you you and your your Dutch people you need to take care of COVID a little bit better then we can talk we can talk about that <laughs> just kidding um okay uh Liz we have I think you said you have we have a little bit about like 40 minutes left so um yeah let's what what's you know what's going on in your life for for the foreseeable future what are you what are you planning to do are you going to do more um YouTube stuff you know want to expand more on your Instagram um and I have a couple of questions after that as well. Oh, okay. You know, I haven't thought too far in advance, to be honest. I'm sort of just taking everything day by day or like week by week. Um, I try really hard to post consistently, but it's been getting harder and harder because like for my day job, I started going in to the office twice a week. So 
there's yeah. like less time for me to fool around and like, <laughs> like that's, maybe take a shot during my lunch break or something. Mm-hmm. That's um, a deal breaker. But, <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely want to keep up with Instagram because I feel like I'm, you know, my growth is pretty steady. It's the algorithm algorithm has been kind of tough on me, I feel, but it's fine. Maybe it's just my content. We'll see. I got to do more, I think, but I would love to grow my YouTube channel um, like more. You're in a good way. You're in a good way. Yeah. I mean, I'm growing, but it's slow, mm-hmm. but I can't complain because I haven't really put too much effort. Not, mm-hmm. not that I haven't put any effort, Yeah, but I, I haven't been mean. like dedicating myself, like doing a, a video every week or yeah. sort of having any kind of schedule or anything like that. I just sort of when I have an idea and I have time, mm-hmm. I make a video mm-hmm. and then that's it. But I would love to be like monetized. That would be incredible. Like, you know, cool, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, but so. it, YouTube takes so much more time and effort. And at best, you have to do this like all in a day, like script, shoot, edit, upload. Because if you do one thing like script, because that's me maybe that's just me i script i have a script for like um, a desk chair review yeah this the script is written for eight months <laughs> um, yeah and you know then you have to shoot you have to edit all this stuff it's yeah it's, it's yeah. so time consuming mm-hmm. and you're right like if you write a script on one day and then try to film the next day and then try to edit the next day it just yeah. sort of gets pushed in the back burner like you're just yeah. you're like mm-hmm. oh i'll do it later i'll do it later but then you never get to it so it's mm-hmm. funny that you mentioned that because usually when i do make my videos i try to do them like all in a day um, as much as i can yeah as nicholas said it's it's a full-time job like, especially if you want it to yeah. like become monetized. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Instagram is a little less time. And so I think that's why I'm, my, my efforts are focused there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love I, keep growing. I, I just, I would love to keep growing mm-hmm. and land more sort of paid jobs mm-hmm. um, and collaborations. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I heard a very good piece of advice um, uh, lately. He's a streamer. He's one of the biggest streamers in, in the United States. His name is Tim the Tatman. He's, he's a gaming streamer. I don't know if you heard of him, um, but he gave this advice. And it, at first, it sounds like very cliche, you know, grow on, on a certain platform and then grow your brand from there. But he mentioned one particular brand, uh, uh, platform um, to get recognition very fast, no matter how you do it. And that is TikTok. And yeah. at first I was like, he can't be serious, but actually he's right. He's very right. He's very right. TikTok is right now the social platform. You can establish yourself as a brand, as a persona, and yeah. then, you know, cross-channel marketing to your Instagram, to your YouTube, Twitch, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. And But I still have to figure out the TikTok game. Maybe I'm too old. No, I don't think, I don't think you're too old. I, <laughs> I think with TikTok, you have to either be, be posting something that's helpful or super funny 
or something that like really just catches somebody's attention. And with TikTok, you have to catch somebody's attention in like the first three seconds. And if you don't like, that's it, somebody's going to swipe away. Yeah. And so that's where it becomes like more difficult. And like with what we're doing here with on Instagram, like what we do on Instagram Mm -hmm. is like posting a photo and like having a caption about it. It's very different than, you know, making something super like fun and quirky on, on TikTok. Um, So TikTok is tough. Mm -hmm. I always, I, when I'm on TikTok, I'm like, these people take, they, they do some crazy stuff. Like it takes a long time for people to make stuff. And then Mm -hmm. on the other side, there are some people who just post some stupid stuff and then they Mm -hmm. get like, they become viral. And I'm like, I want that to be me. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I know. I know exactly the feeling. Um, But for me, so I don't want to be someone who's following a certain trend on TikTok because you get, you know, you get lost in this whole trend. You know, there are probably millions of creators who do this, whatever it is. Um, Yeah. So uh, I think, Kevin, Kevin Lassura, he did it really, 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 really well with his Photoshop tricks uh, and tips. Yeah, he's he's he, he grew so fast. And like, yeah. I mean, everything that he posts is super helpful and mm-hmm. sort of goes back to what I said before. If yeah. what you're yeah. posting on TikTok is not helpful or super funny, people aren't going to really watch mm-hmm. it. No. They're not going to care for it. Yeah, I think there are two creators. Um, I mean, we have a we have a lot of great creators in the community, but there are two that are exceptionally exceptionally well or good at what they're doing. Um, that is Kevin, and that is Hazel. Yeah, um, I talked to Hazel before on the podcast. I don't know if you heard the, uh, listened to the episode, but um, I said to her, you know, I'm a entertainer maybe a techie first and I'm a photographer second, third or fourth. But mm-hmm. she has down all the basics. She can explain why you should, you know, take a shot at this exposure, at this ISO, whatever. Um, yeah. And, you know, for me, it's just like trial and error. Does it look good? Looks fine. But, and then she started doing her behind the scenes. And at first, you know, the first behind the scenes with were like, they I mean, the production quality was is still good, and it was good in the beginning, but she kind of really hit the nail on the head with the timing. And now her behind the scenes are like she's famous for her product shots, which are ten out of ten. Yeah, but the behind the scenes reels are just phenomenal. Yeah, I agree, and it's it, the reason why I think people love it so much is because Hazel is such a great photographer, and like we as creators, we want to be able to create photos or take photos just like Hazel. It's, yeah, it's sort of what Nicholas is saying. It's about their talent. And so we want to know, okay, how do they, how are they so successful? How do they make these beautiful photos and things like that? And I think that's why behind the scenes, uh, like uh, content is so exciting for us. I mean, I, I literally have a bunch of Hazel's um, reels mm-hmm. saved like under a specific folder, like behind the scenes inspiration so that mm-hmm. when I'm going and I'm taking photos myself, I'm like, okay, well, how do I get the lighting to be like this? Or, you know, what additional things can I do to make it better? So yeah, and gotta be with, helpful. With absolutely helpful. But the thing is, if I look 
Ed Hazel's photos um, without the behind scenes, just the shot that she posts. And she does her post or her, her photo, and then she has a behind the scenes photo. And then a few days after the reel comes out, and I just try to look at the photo before I look at the behind the scenes shot and what she does. And it's it's not like she's she's doing something out of the like something that only pros can do, but she has an eye for detail that is incredible. It's yeah. sometimes it's just how um, she she took a photo of the ASIO Corp keyboard, which was like this typewriter keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're completely fair, that shot could be taken by anyone. It's like a flat lay, top down. Um, yeah. She has like wood and a, I think, felt in between. Yeah. But how the light hits the corner of the keyboards and the typewriter keys, I'm, I'm out. I'm at this at this point. I'm out. If I'm dissecting that photo, never, never. I I don't have the patience to take a photo like this. I just don't, and I don't have the eye. Yeah. I see it yeah. afterwards, but I don't see it during the shot. I agree. I feel like she does a really good job with like the props too. Mm-hmm. And she makes it look so damn easy. Like yep. truly every time I see her behind the scenes, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I could do something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I like gather a few like random shit in my house. And I'm like, oh, wait, I can't actually make this look nice. Like, I don't know how to do it. Hazel does it yeah. so well. And there are other yeah. creators who also do it so well. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it really takes a good eye and it mm-hmm. takes like creativity to, to get that perfect. But I don't want to take anything away from you. I love your posts. <laughs> I love the quality of your of your content. So um, it's 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 something I probably I have to deal more than than you because um, I think my content hasn't been up to par lately. So um, I have to step it up. You don't have to step it up. You would just take it to the next level. Oh, thank you. I I feel like <laughs> every shot that I take, I try to improve in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. that's always my goal. Is like, how can I make this better? How can I, mm-hmm. you know, make the quality yeah. better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's exactly like that. But um, you know. It is how it is. We are all learning every day with every post. Um, the thing I would love to see with Instagram, um, because you know we have this kind of rough idea how a post gets more exposure. That is because liking, uh, saving, sharing, and commenting. But what, what I would like to see is um, in the insights of every post, how long on average people stay on your post in seconds. Because mm. then you can... You can like almost see if they read your caption or not. Yeah. And would make like, you can assume, okay, is it worth it to me to write a, a caption that is like, I don't know, a one word page document. I don't know, you know, or if you just go with, Hey guys, just what's in the photo and then boom, off we go. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, that would be, that would be something interesting. I mean, I know that that data is collected somewhere, but I imagine if Instagram rolled out a feature like that, I feel, I feel as though people would freak out because they would think that their privacy rights are being like impacted as well. That's true, but not like per well you're right because there's like the average view duration on on YouTube. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that's true. 
That would be interesting. I would, I would love to know that too, because I do, I do often spend a lot of time on my captions and I wonder whether people are actually reading them. A lot of times, you know, if somebody comments specific Mm -hmm. to my caption, then I sort of know that they've read the caption, Yeah. but other times, like, you know, there are people who just type a fire emoji. I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, did you like it did you actually read it i mean i'm guilty (laughs) i'm honestly i'm guilty of doing that too sometimes like Mm -hmm. also for some of the creators who write in a different language like i love the shot but i Mm -hmm. there's only so much that the like the instagram translate can do and i'm Mm -hmm. like okay i don't Mm -hmm. quite know what they're trying to convey but i understand like i can see this photo and i think it's beautiful and so i'm gonna say great shot yeah that's the same for me if uh, because you know we have Leo, Andrea, and Cristiano, who are from yep. Italy, um, they don't always post in Italian, but sometimes they throw in the odd post that is in Italian. Then it's, and most most of the time, when they write in Italian, it's it's a re- very meaningful um, caption either to the product or you know regarding yeah. the, or in regards to the product. And uh, for me, it's like. Mm, yeah, translate. We can work with translate, but uh, especially in a language like Italian or Spanish, it could be mm-hmm. it could be a little bit off. So um, yeah, yeah. There are some creators who will do like it'll say like Italian, and then it'll mm-hmm. have their caption, and then it'll yeah. have like USA, and then yeah. caption. Which I mean, that takes a lot of effort for them to have to go through and make sure mm-hmm. that they're typing it both out. And I I appreciate yep. it because then I can read it, but I. I also feel like, you know, if people like, you know, Andrea and Cristiano, they, mm-hmm. that's their language. Like yeah. that's, they should yeah. be posting in their language. It's, it's right. my fault that I don't know their language, you know, but I still want yeah. to support. So I support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely right. And, um, you know, if, if you look at like a caption, um, if, I mean, if you at a certain size of an account, if you look like Matt, you know, Matt or Michael, they don't even have to write a caption. They yeah. will get their numbers somehow. Um, but I talked to to Matt lately and he said, you know, my posts are sometimes tanking so hard. Um, it's not even funny anymore. And um, I, I think a good feature that Instagram rolled out as of recently was to hide your, your like numbers. Um, because it's just, I think we get all too mixed up in, in the numbers game. I agree. I, I've been sort of getting caught up in the numbers game because Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, maybe a month ago, a lot of my posts were getting, you know, 300 or 200 likes. And now Mm -hmm. I'm like barely getting a hundred on some. And so you question whether it's your content or whether like the photo or is the caption Mm -hmm. or is it the algorithm? So it is hard to get caught up in the numbers, but also the numbers are sort of important in some aspects, like when you are trying to get brand collaborations or mm-hmm. things like that. And so yeah. I yeah. I have not turned off the feature for the likes. I still see my likes and I still like Me let too. people mm-hmm. see mine. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when I see other people who have turned it off, I'm like, oh, I wish I kind of knew how many. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then I know like what photo mm-hmm. does well, like what do, what are, what right. is the audience liking? Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I can't see it, I'm just like, well, I like it, so it's fine. Like, and I that's mm-hmm. that's what should matter. It's not about what other people think. Yeah, I mean, but, well, to an extent. No, you know, you know, you're right. But um, you know, I 
talked to Michael and Chelsea. I asked them both this question because they they've been on and off with um, with their podcast episodes. Uh, Chelsea hasn't posted in a long time because she's busy with commercial work and also family stuff, which is totally fine. You know, we should all respect her privacy. But I think 2020 and when 2020 came to a close, um, everyone. Even we as creators, we got really exhausted of social media because 2020 was such a social media intense year because of COVID. Yeah. And somehow everyone got into it, which is totally fine. I mean, I got in pre-COVID in February, um, but a lot of people came in during the summer. uh, And, you know, Michael and Chelsea started their podcast. Um, Aya Milk started his podcast. I started my podcast. Hazel started her podcast just at the uh, just a couple of months ago. This year, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are so many podcasts out there, so many tech creators. Um, and, you know, when I, people like um, Andrea, Leo, and I, we started roughly at the same time, and we got a lot of the same collabs. So his feed um, showed the same products uh, at the same time as I did or as Leo did or as others did. Um and it, it, we know we all burned out. And I think it's um, now with with fall season coming, I think it will pick up just a little bit again because, you know, this summer everyone was able to go out again just a little, you know, have have a trip to where wherever or go out to the yeah. restaurant, meet with friends and family. So um, I think we all just need a, needed this, this summer to recharge. And now... I have big plans for fall. Let's just say it like that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward yeah. to your, to seeing what you come up with. Same and as, I know that like, you, you've, you've been posting uh, or like you just posted a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you had mentioned like wanting to sort of start that up, um, but yeah. it's obviously a lot of work too. So, oh, you know, I hate it. The, the, it was just, I think two and a half minutes of video shooting took me like, to get it real, I it, it's not perfect, but I think it's pretty decent. Um, the 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 video that or the the footage that I captured, but that was like, for two minutes of video, it took me an hour and a half to set up the different angles, um, and get it in a decent quality. And then I had to edit. Edit and editing didn't took that long. Um, yeah. But yeah, a two minute video that's like let's say, three hours of work. Yeah. And that's on the low end, like only three mm-hmm. hours of work. That's that's really on the low end. That's I listened to yeah. your podcast with Cole and the mm-hmm. way he was explaining explaining his workflow. I was like, holy smokes, mm-hmm. like he does yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it shows in his videos like there. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. a ton of footage. It's yeah. obviously well thought out and well planned. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I think he's going to go far. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing yeah. is time. Mm-hmm. Our time is but valuable. If you, if you look at, you know, Cole, he's like, he's about to turn 18. Then you have Kevin, he's 21 or 20. Um, oh, okay. Um, so if you're in that age, you just um, completed high school, you're going into university, going to college, whatever, and you can manage your time um, and you don't have a full-time job that has to pay the bills and you have to take care of this and of that and whatever. Yeah you have the time and that's not me complaining it's just you know take advantage of that because you won't ever have that much time again as like in your early early 20s yeah Unless that's, that's so true i 
I just started my like full-time career mm-hmm. this year at the beginning of this year. Yeah. And yeah. it has been like a crazy, crazy adjustment, you know, cause I'd been in school my whole, my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. now I'm like, Oh, I don't get any set breaks. Like I have to ask for time off, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah. Adult life. While we are on the subject of work, you need to give us some insights on how work life is at Apple and what did you oh. exactly do there? Okay. So at Apple, I was, it's, they call like the salespeople a specialist. Mm-hmm. So I basically just like sold products or helped people with like minor issues when they walked into the store. But oh, that's cool. I, I loved it. It was mm-hmm. always something new and different. I loved sales actually, because I worked at yeah. Best Buy as like a salesperson. But mm-hmm. at Apple, what was I think particularly unique is that yes, they care about sales, but more importantly, they care about like getting the right product for the right person. So yeah. I mean, like if somebody comes in is like all about Android and like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you know that an iPad is not for them, like. Our goal is to get to know the customer and get mm-hmm. them what they need. And if maybe if an Apple product's not it, it's not it. But for the yeah. most part, usually is. And I don't know, like the Apple culture was super nice. Like everyone is always super friendly. And like mm-hmm. it was always about like having a positive attitude or like giving like really good feedback to each other. And it was definitely a great experience. And I I loved it, especially being around like the products all day and oh, being around yeah. people who also share the same passion of like loving Apple mm-hmm. products and like getting to sort of nerd out over like, you know, the Apple event. Um, yeah. Yeah. That is always so fun. And and that's what yeah. I love about this community too, is like now I can share that passion with people in the community, mm-hmm. but working at Apple was cool. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I, I, this insight is amazing because this is exactly what I had talking to Apple employees. I talked to people, um, in, in a German Apple store, in, uh, in an Apple store, uh, in, you know, the one, um, uh, at the Apple headquarters, they have an Apple store over there. I yeah. bought a t-shirt over there that you only can get there. So oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, and I talked to an Apple employee in the Apple store in San Francisco and in um, Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, for Europeans, especially for Germans, um, Americans are fairly, they're super friendly when they talk to Europeans. Germans are put off by that like crazy. They think it's a, it's a spiel. Like oh. they think they want to, you know, they want something bad for you to happen because they're yeah. interested. Oh, where are you from? How are you doing? Can I help you where you need to go? Germans are like, what do you want from me? Why do you, <laughs> why do you want to help me? Why are you so friendly? Um, yeah. But the people in the German Apple stores are exactly like that. So the culture trickles down from, from the United, from the Apple headquarters to every Apple store all over the world. Um, yeah. And, and even then, Germans are like fucked up by that. They're like, oh, don't talk to me. Just give me the products and let me go. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want <laughs> no small talk, no chit chat. Just leave me. Um, but uh, I talked to all these guys and I just geeked out with them. Just like you said, you know, 
They're all so passionate about every product, about the events, about you having, and I think they don't want to sell you a necessary, uh, uh, specifically a product. They want to uh, sell you a great experience. And exactly. And that's something if, if, chat or you work in sales you you know something about value selling that you don't sell the product you sell the value that gives it to them you know that they have i don't know a better workflow with apple product because everything runs so smoothly you have very Mm -hmm. rarely heavy issues with troubleshooting or whatever um but um if if you oh my god i don't know even know where the words should have gone i lost my train of thought but um that's okay apple Apple people, they they want you to experience um, the best experience that they can have, whether it's at the Apple store, whether it's online with the support or the customer support or, you know, at a genius bar. They just want you to feel good. And that's... uh, Yeah, that's so true. And Apple does spend a lot of time like training all of their employees too. like before I could even hit the sales floor. I had to go through like two weeks worth of like full. Mm -hmm. I think it was two weeks. Maybe it was less, but like full on like nine to five training. And at the time I was like sort of annoyed by it because (laughs) I already had like all the knowledge Mm -hmm. from Best Buy And because at Best Buy, I was trained by um, there's so within Best Buy stores, they have like Apple representatives who train the Best Buy employees Mm -hmm. about Apple Mm -hmm. products. So I became really close with the Apple guy because I loved Apple. And so he Mm -hmm. trained me Mm -hmm. the way that Apple trained him. So when I got the job at Apple, I was like, this is a piece piece of cake for me. Like, this is Mm -hmm. so easy. And it was funny because, you know, to work at Apple, you don't have to know everything about all the products and stuff like literally half the people in my sort of training group they like had no Mm -hmm. idea what an ipad was that's dramatic but but you know but you know what i I mean like they they don't know the difference like they don't know what ram Mm -hmm. is or like they don't Mm -hmm. know why things are important for the products and i was like oh my god but yeah i know it doesn't matter because what they train you on is how to talk to people, how to talk to the customers, how to understand their needs, and then how to solve their problems. So, right. right. Yeah. And that's something, um, you know, Samsung and Google, they make a lot of fun of Apple about the headphone jack, about not including a charger. Um, but, you know, what they never, ever target is Apple's customer service or support because yeah. that is like top of the line. Um it it does not get any better than talking to an Apple uh, salesperson, like a, a specialist, someone at the Genius Bar, or on the phone or via the internet or on the support team. Doesn't get better. Yeah. Um, ba- bass, bass. Is that how you say it? Bass. Name? Yeah. Ba- yeah. Bass. Sorry, I just want to make sure I was pronouncing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes, if I did training through the Seed app, but I don't actually recall that name of training. So mm-hmm. sorry. Probably, probably something that is um, differentiated from Europe and and the Americas. Yeah, that's true. Possibly. Very true. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I've what I've always always wanted to see, and I think that is like every Apple geek's dream is to see the Steve Jobs theater. Oh. And what what I find extremely. Mm, 
how can I put it? Um, like it, it, it might, might have not been Apple's best uh, move to put out such great e-events with such a cinematography and such a production value. Well, they just recently finished the Steve Jobs Theater and the Apple, uh, the Apple HQ, because yeah. you know no one wants to go there anymore. They all want to witness everything like with this high production value, all like you know, moving like transitioning smoothly from from the Apple Labs then to you know to 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 the um, Steve Jobs Theater and to other parts of the of the HQ. Yeah. Well, it's genius the way they did it though. I mean, like last mm -hmm. year when they did their first sort of E of like E event. Yeah. Um, it really, it was a really great production, obviously. And like it, everything was so smooth and it made you feel like you were in there, you're behind the scenes with them mm -hmm. rather than just like sort of sitting in the audience, watching them like click on a projector. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I, I'm so excited for next week's events. Um, oh I mean, I Are you going know to go for it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get a new <laughs> iPhone or anything. I, I want to only because I feel like, I feel like I have to, I feel like I have like an mm -hmm. obligation to, <laughs> but yeah. I love, yeah. I love my Pacific blue phone so much. Oh, it's such a and I'm color. like, I know. And then the colors that are being rumored, like the sort of rose and mm -hmm. the, um, like the bronze color. Yeah. Not my favorite. However, Apple does real Apple does a really good job of like showcasing their colors. Mm -hmm. And I think these sort of rumors there, I don't think it's exactly what it's going to be. I think it'll be much nicer than what the rumors are yeah. showing it to be. So it's I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to like disregard it until I see it. What, you know, when they're like fancy little commercial comes out mm -hmm. and it shows the beautiful color, I'm probably going to drool and be yeah. up on friday be up next friday like ordering at 8 a.m or whatever mm -hmm. the good thing is for me i have a, a phone contract with t-mobile and that one is up for renewal nice um, and my new employee employer is paying my phone contract for up to like a 120 dollars per month oh um, nice so i can get my top of the line T-Mobile contract, pay one euro for the phone, and you know everything goes with with the contract like monthly, and I don't have to pay anything for that. So I didn't want to go for the iPhone 13 because I'm super happy with the 12. The design is exactly what I want it to be. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm only going for space gray. Um, although I like the Pacific blue, I like the uh, the green on the 11. Mm -hmm. um, but. I don't do experiments because in the end I will I have to go back to the black. Yeah. yeah. Um, Apparently it's now, supposed to be like a matte black. So I'm sure that'll be nice. It'll fit really nice with your scheme. If if that's the case, I will buy two probably. Just <laughs> one to use, one to look at. Um, <laughs> but have you seen, do you know John Prosser? The, um, the, um, the leaker? Yeah. On front page tech? He... This week, he dropped a video on the um, rumored iPhone 14, and it's basically the iPhone 4 design, but in this form factor. So no camera bump. It's a little bit thicker. Um, the volume rockers are these uh, rounded dots, like on the yeah. iPhone 4. 
and yeah. that is and no notch, like right? 14. Huh? And no, no notch. No, no notch. No notch, yeah. but still a lightning cord, but no notch. Uh, I wish they would move to USB-C. I didn't realize yeah. how important it was until I started getting a ton of USB-C accessories. And I'm just like, it would be so much easier to like plug in my solid state drive, like into mm -hmm. my iPhone, you know, without yeah. having like to use a bunch of adapters. Yeah. But uh, the iPhone 14. But, so the... Um, in the EU, they just passed a law, or they're still discussing it, um, that forces Apple to put a USB-C port um, on the iPhone, um, or at least a, a universal port that's not proprietary. Um, that's I weird. Think, yeah, that, that is weird, but that's the EU. There's yeah. stupid shit going on over there. Oh, fuck my camera. Don't. Um, yeah, sorry. You just have to. You have to face nothing. You just have. Can you can just watch this beautiful face. So, um, <laughs> well, we're we're good. probably finishing up soon anyway. So yeah, right. Um, let's quickly round this up. But um, I think Apple will go portless before they go USB C on uh, USB C on the um, on the iPhone. And I think Ooh, from yeah. what I've heard, it's um, in twenty twenty two three. Yeah, that'll be interesting, though, because, like, how do you do, like, a data transfer via, like, wireless? That would be weird to me. I don't know how they would do cloud. it. Cloud. All cloud-based. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I guess that, that, you're right. That's that's true. Because, yeah. basically, you can, um, you get, you can restore your phone um, via the cloud if you're in the Apple Store. They have some sort of technology that puts your phone somehow in recovery mode and then you can restore it from cloud without connecting to itunes something like that it's, it's rumored yeah well that's how they get you they just force you into everything like paying for the yeah. extra cloud storage and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a sucker for it but i also yeah, love yeah. the ecosystem i mean it makes things mm -hmm. so easy like if i do upgrade to the iphone 13 i know that once i get my iphone 13 all my stuff is going to be transferred so easily and yeah. it'll be perfect yeah so. yeah it's just like that and then I mean, integration with third-party apps gets better, even with the HomePod. But, you know, I'm a day one Apple Music user. I'm a day one Apple TV user. I'm a day one iCloud Drive user. Um, it's it's just too convenient not to use with everything. I'm just going to say that Spotify is better. And I know. I, tr I, I tried Apple Music. I really did. But Spotify's algorithm is much better. And I actually just had like a really long conversation with Matt and Vision uh -huh. about because he was deciding whether to switch back mm -hmm. over to Apple Music. And I was like, don't do it. Nope. Spotify better. <laughs> is better in every regard. Um, I think the, the app is better. Um, you can have multiple playlists without having one huge library that you can go through. Yeah. Um, the algorithm is better, just as you said. I think the integration with podcasts is better. Be, you know, with Apple, you have podcasts, you have Apple Music, you have the iTunes Store. There's so many, and then you have Apple TV. There's so much going on. Yeah, that they have to uh, put it in four apps. Um, but because before we were complaining, everything was in iTunes. Now it's everything is separate, and it's still not good. Um, but I just can't get away from Apple Music. It's um, <laughs> because for me, it's also about the royalty support that get paid to creators, um, oh. and that's a little bit better because Apple is fighting to to um, get the artists paid more um, 
you know, yeah. than Spotify, Tidal, and other platforms. Hmm. I didn't realize that, but that's something good to know. Yeah. I I still but have Apple Music mm-hmm. too, but I just don't yeah. use it because I have the mm-hmm. like package deal from Apple. The Apple One, Apple One is called, I think, yeah. right? With Apple TV and Arcade yeah. and yeah. So, I have all that <sighs> stuff. Well, well, Liz, it's been so much fun talking to you. We, I think we we should roll it up for a second part in the next couple of weeks, maybe, well, right around Christmas time, you know, to, yeah. to see where, where life is heading, you know, for 2022. Um, you know, let the people know where to find you and what's going on in your life in the future. Yeah, of course. So um, you can find me over on Instagram at Liz Loves Tech and also on YouTube if you just search my name, Liz Damano. And um, I'm really excited for the coming months. I, you know, I'm always trying to put out the best content and I'm excited for the new Apple event. And I think it's going to be really exciting and feel free to give me a follow. And if you are new, a new follower, send me a comment on my Instagram and let me know that you listen to, you know, Max's podcast. Amen to that. Um, as always, I will have all the links to all Liz's uh, channels down in the description. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Leave a little comment that um, that you liked it. You know, rate the the podcast on your favorite episode, and then we will head out. Liz, thanks again for making this Saturday evening a lot better to me or for me. And then I will talk to you on the gram. Awesome. Thank you, thank so you Max. Bye. Thanks everybody for okay. listening. Okay, guys, we keep the...